The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live. Geek Nerd Tech. Featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. My mind is playing tricks on Nightmares. What? <laughs> Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we break down tech news and their culture from a black and brown geek perspective. I'm joined, I'm Joe Braswell, of course, listening to the Ghetto Boys, My Mind's Playing Tricks on Me, our Halloween song, Not Nightmares as I Wanted by Dana Dane from 1986 or something. Uh, Achilles Shine, how are you, sir? Face, Scarface, Classico. I'm doing good, man. Uh-huh. Bushwick Bill. Um, I'm living, man, I'm living. Good. Yeah. Which Halloween costume? You know, I don't celebrate that, man. I'll leave leave that to the program. I'm not not in the Matrix, man. Okay. Off the Matrix. That's that's cool. Someone is who is in the Matrix. I'm sorry. Is is, is, is the lovely Alexis Torres. Damn. uh, I'll just leave. I'll just find my way out the door. (laughs) Uh, It was a lovely uh, uh, Star Trek uh, uh, 60s era, first generation Star Trek dress on. I think it's dope. Thank you. Uh, Alexis Torres, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I wanted to do my hair like the original, but my uh, hair was not. Ohura. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that ain't happening. Right. So I'm like, Zoe's not down a ponytail. That is what's happening right now. Cool. <laughs> well, I didn't dress up. I mean, I dressed up. I actually have my hoodie on in honor of the blacklist, which is a whole separate thing, which we'll be doing later. Uh, but let's get into some stuff. Uh, some, some, some all kinds of tech news and pop culture stuff, video game stuff we're going to get into. We're going to try to run through it. As best we can. Uh, first is all, all these new updates. The Apple now, now that all the dust is settling on El Capitan and the iOS nine and all the new updates for Apple. There's some things that are kind of like I don't know about like like the like the disappearance of Microsoft Word. Yeah, what up with that? Like that's that's a concern for me. But 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 on Siri, like they've got a linked on Siri that if you're not talking about if you ask Siri about music. If it ain't on Apple Music, she ain't talking about it. And I don't mean like in general because Apple Music has virtually everything. But I mean if you're not a subscriber of yeah. Apple Music, well, that's kind of lame. That is kind of mm. interesting. What do you think of this, Keely? I mean, I get it from from Apple's perspective. They're on top. They're the top dog, so they dictate everything that's below them. So hey, if you want to use our service, which most people, they're which they would argue that most people do, then hey, you have to use it in this way. However, how many times do people look up stuff with Siri versus actually type it in? At least for me, I'm not really Siri dependent. So ooh, no. that's such a huge thing that they just did. I can't I can't look up a song because yeah, Siri true. won't tell me. Yeah, okay. okay, well just I, Google it. I, I think it's just, <laughs> just the, the idea it. of like like uh hey hey Siri what, what was that what was that Eminem song like are you an Apple Music subscriber no but oh, well I can't help you. <laughs> Like, what? What, Siri? I, I feel like Siri's you, not saying stuff like that. But she sure. might. What do you I think? Mean, what do you no, I mean, I also agree that, I mean, even though I might not be an Apple phone user, um, I'm not saying that. I know a lot of people in my in my immediate family and friend group that they use Siri for everything. And even my mom is kind of hopping on the Siri has to look up everything for her kind of train. Sorry, mom. Uh, put you on blast like that. But, like, I, I'm also, I'm with Achille on that where I usually type in everything. So it's not really that big of a deal for me. But it okay. is kind of lame that, you know, you have to be a subscriber just to get 
certain music that maybe you know uh, Apple might not have. And but. I get the walls that they're trying to build. Like it makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, hey, like we we have a huge piece of the market share. So. Yeah. Like we 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 have the freedom and luxury to be able to implement these type of uh, prog programmatic policies mm -hmm. in, into our devices because most people will bend to them. Well, damn, I, I need to subscribe to Apple Music now. Like some people are some people are part I of the mean, matrix yeah. in that sense. Like mm -hmm. I can't use Siri to look up Eminem. Oh well, I guess I'll pay ten ninety nine ten nine ninety nine for for the that subscription. Seems so ridiculous <laughs> to me. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, it, well, I, it's it's well, let's move on. I, I'm I'm out on it, but whatever. Um. <laughs> Um, Lowe's is opening a hardware store in space. Why? I'm just getting kind. No, 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 this is an ad week thing. Okay, uh, I was like, um, no, they, no. They're, they're doing this thing where they're having a uh, the Lowe's 3D printer is actually going to be in space, and the idea is that it'll be able to be able to print tools and things for the astronauts while in oh, space. Oh, that's kind of cool. So the idea is, you know, you're up there, and instead of shipping all this stuff that you need up there and loading down the Loading down the old capsule, mm -hmm. you set up the 3D printer, and then you make shit in space. Right. Uh, I mean, that's that, pretty awesome. That, that's that's the future. I mean, I guess ultimately the the ultimate version of this, you can start to build out full components mm -hmm. and maybe eventually a space station in space. So that would be crazy. Uh, what do you think of this, Ohura? Uh, <laughs> oh, you went straight to me. No, I mean, I've always been wondering how what happens. I mean, uh, as much as I love you know learning about our universe and stuff like that in space, I just I never understood how they were able to get stuff out to them as like in the time that they needed to maybe fix something or if something went wrong or anything like that. So I think this would cut a lot of time and also just really shows how technology is just furthering and getting just just mind-blowingly amazing the fact that we can actually sit there and 3d print like i mean i remember what if like way back in like months ago how we were saying that 3d printers can do stuff for just our health so the fact that we can even help people who are not even in on our planet is kind of crazy to yeah. me so yeah. it is crazy Healy? yeah i mean I, th I think you you guys hit it on the nose in the sense that you know when you when you blast off in the space, it takes a lot of you know a lot of power to get you up there, a mm -hmm. lot of fuel to get you up there. So mm -hmm. the more um, baggage that you take with you, like it, it lessens. Uh, well, it costs more. It's, it's cost prohibitive to have mm -hmm. more stuff. So to be able to just have a, a device, a three D printing machine that you just communicate down to to home base and be like, hey, we need a hammer or whatever whatever the tool is, and then you can just create that uh, based on the the blueprint design. They can just send it to you. Through the communication, and now you're creating that version versus the having having to pack it. I think it's is very cool. Yeah, and just the future of that, like you said, like it, it'll help the people that are, are are in space to build more space, uh, space. Uh, what am I trying to say? Space hubs or space centers or whatever. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's super fresh, and that a company like Lowe's is is arch is, is is architecting that. So I think that's yeah, that's, dope. that's pretty awesome. It <clears throat> definitely will help them out. I do. I, I, think, mm -hmm. I think I like that a lot. That's so smart. And smart. not just that, but Lowe's is doing it for the people here on Earth as well. Yeah. So if you have a broken tool on Earth, then you could do the same thing. Go into a Lowe's store or communicate with mm -hmm. the website and they can create that part for you if that's broken or if you need it to help build something. So even has a usefulness here on the planet Earth. Oh, yes. I mean, I think that I, I also agree because I feel like customer service for Lowe's is a little bit better than Home Depot now than it was before, especially since they were the, the competitor for a really long time. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I got two ad stories, which I'm going to skip for the sake of time. And there's one about Stoli has this really cool app where you can, well, I'll talk about it now there. Just a little cap where it's an immersion thing where you can actually, looks like that you're actually shaking the martini and pouring the martini mm -hmm. and being a part of this weird little, uh, almost uh, infographic style cartoon. Okay. Uh, you know, it seems to be engaging people, but uh, you know, Horizon Media launched it. It's a cool campaign. 
I don't know. Nah, nah, man, this is dope. Okay, good. Because I mean, speaking to your 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 sensory ability. So yeah, we look. We have our smartphone. We look at we look at things. We see we hear things. We see things. But now you can feel things. So if right. there's a piece of content that a uh, content creator develops, like say for instance, even like a sports ad, and, and it's a guy being hit on a football field. You might the phone might vibrate in in a, in a way that where you feel that impact. I think that's cool because now it's bringing another sense into your experience. So it's not right. just sight and sound, but now it's sight, sound, and touch. I think right. that's dope. No, no, I agree with you. All right, fair enough. Okay, it's 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 cool. I won't won't skip over it so much. I won't (laughs) skip the Danny story because it's a you know yogurt thing. But I do want to get to the James Bond situation. (laughs) Well, no, because I think it's cool. Uh, So James Bond is the first movie to really purchase Snapchat Mm -hmm. uh, in the discovery. Yeah, Yeah, discovery, which is so crazy to me. So yeah, so really, like you know, Snapchat has created this platform, the Snapchat Discover, Snapchat. What's it called? Discover. Yeah, no, Snapchat Discover. You have your own uh, actual. You know, all these content providers providing different content via Snapchat. Uh, this is the first movie to do it, and it's not just showing trailers. It's got some BTS stuff behind the scenes, or and a bunch of interesting content. Uh, Snapchat is very, very, very popular, and it's mostly how people do stuff. Uh, what this is kind of cool, right? Yeah. Super cool. I mean, you got to think Snapchat has a, a lot of fucking users, so to be able to yep. a company to be able to say, hey, we have a piece of content that will touch and engage a specific demographic and they'll 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 like soak it up like they'll love this type of stuff so i think it's cool in that sense and like bef- like before this with the with the bond film for you to be on the discover channel you would give your content away for free mm-hmm. for people to be able to have an engagement with with uh, snapchat's user base but now using this method you have to pay so i think that's that part is smart because now they're really starting to develop themselves in like a cable a cable network you know what i'm saying like here's content and here are our subscribers yeah you pay this amount to be able to have connection to the subscribers yeah and like even though it's short form content and behind the scenes content it's still like doing amazing things in terms of promoting the movie promoting whatever brand or product yeah. that's, that's using it so fantastic I, I, I love it I love it uh, um. no <clears throat> I was gonna say the same thing because it's mostly just really cool how uh, just I love everything that has to do with the whole Snapchat discovery things when it first came up I was kind of like oh this is probably gonna be really lame but now I catch myself and like right before I go to bed I go through all the different magazines and, and like Comedy Central has one and it gets to show you all the new shows or what you mm-hmm. missed or whatever so I think it's really cool with now when they start putting up like the movie trailers or ads or whatever because you can look at it and then it tells you stuff like that so I always thought it was really cool yeah. so it's yeah. a new way to throw up ads where it's not as jarring since you're obviously it's free and you it's could just look slow. at it if you want or skip it yeah television I've said it a thousand times television is a delivery service for ads it mm-hmm. always has been since its inception in the 50s late 40s 50s yeah uh, you know it was, it was a delivery service for ads as is as our magazines as is the radio that's mm-hmm. not public radio obviously mm-hmm. so all this new media we have coming up is going to be the same thing a delivery service for ads everybody get used to mm-hmm. it because that's what it is and it's just making sure that it's something we want to see and something that's creative and mm-hmm. we vote by our eyeballs and our subscriptions so yeah. you know I like James Bond so I like this uh, next, I want to talk about the the NFL. Uh, so Buffalo Bill versus Jackson, Jacksonville was on Yahoo yeah. uh, on Sunday mm-hmm. morning. It was early, the, the early game, because there's the earliest game, because I think it started at like 9 or 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a little bit of this, and it was interesting. It was weird, because watching, watching a game via Yahoo on my phone, because it looked, I mean, with the 4K cameras, it looked 
weird. It looked clear. It looked like I was shooting it on my phone myself, mm-hmm. even though it was actually TV switch. It didn't have the same broadcast look. In a lot of ways, it was clearer. Um, but there's a lot. There's, there's some takeaways here that 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 have come through. Number one, uh, viewership was way lower than a typical NFL broadcast, and that's probably because of the the, the PR and the the, the method mm-hmm. deliveries. So that's fine. Uh, you know, which, 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 is, which is, you know, fine. So uh, the uh, other takeaway they talked about is the quality was dependent on the, on a lot of factors. So I had great quality, but some people had crappy quality mm-hmm. uh, and connectivity. Uh, I had good quality with no Wi-Fi, and so I guess it, it depends on what, what service you're using. Or where, where you are in the or world. Or where you are in the yeah. world. And the NFL will probably do this again, which is, which I'm sure they will. I kind of like this whole thing. I liked everything about it, and I don't know. Do you, I don't know I if mean, you're a football fan. What did you think? Let's no, just, I feel like, I don't know. I was surprised that this, it's taken them this long to finally get on a major site and start live streaming some of the, uh, the games because in college when I couldn't you know I wasn't old enough to be at a bar or whatever and I couldn't watch the uh, you know a game I could I can go I, I can go on my computer and some other site that's not you know that's not well known will be like oh we're streaming the you know Pat's game mm-hmm. you know you could watch it here and it was always like really terrible quality but at least I was able to watch it sure. so I feel like it's better even though Yahoo, it depends on where you are and everything like that. I, I'm, I'm really glad they're finally starting to kind of slowly put in more games so that more people who don't have a television or cable or anything like that can watch it. Well, I got news, I got news for you, AS, uh, CBS, NBC, and, and ABC, ESPN. This is the future. So yeah. definitely yeah, the future. Up. Definitely the future. Um, the 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 cable the cable cutters and the the cable nevers mm-hmm. are are slowly increasing. And the, the people that actually subscribe to cable, those numbers are slowly um, decreasing. And more, a lot of people, you know, consume their content on the small screen, on their phone or tablet. Yeah. And so to be able to have this type of infrastructure and test it with, uh, with a brand like the NFL, I think is very effective. And what, what was key, I guess, in their analytics is that there was an increase in terms of the margins of their international viewers, which obviously is what they were going for to expand football internationally. And so I think using a company like Yahoo, even though they're tanking, mm-hmm. but like let's, let's, let's swap out Yahoo with a YouTube or a Facebook or something like that and, and test it. I think we might have, a number one, a better experience. And also, I mean, as time progresses, like those numbers will rise. Like right. when you juxtapose them from traditional broadcast um, Nielsen reports, like maybe five years from now, like it might be a different conversation. Absolutely, yeah. like, I'm really excited about this, and this is wonderful. Uh, I want to touch on this story. It's a science story. Uh, tractor beams are here for those of us who know tractor beams from uh, the original Star Wars, Millennium Falcon getting pulled into uh, mm-hmm. into the Imperial Cruiser, or other shows like that. I mean, I think I think the first. I think that was the first movie that used the actual word and language of tractor beam. That's kind of something that's in the sci-fi lore now. Like, oh, yeah. put, use a tractor beam. Like, yeah. everybody uses it like, as if it was something. But it, it is it is actually happening. And there's they figured out how to create a, a sound beam that can hold, rotate, and move small objects. This is Cri- incredible, mm-hmm. right? Super yeah. crazy. Yeah, I I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's awesome as well. Like, I mean, even as even though it's doing on a very small micro scale yeah. the, the the thought that something that was science fiction is now becoming a reality and again like most of the things that we talk about on the show like 10 15 years ago they were just they were just part of our imagination mm-hmm. and now we're able to <clears throat> see them in real life so i think that's awesome that you could freaking move something yeah. without touching it like, so like that's excited. crazy yeah <laughs> that's crazy it's ridiculous oh, no, i just thought it was really funny how excited you guys got it no it's really cool i'm looking forward to it you know what i'm really excited about this is kind of a bit of i told you so oh, kind of a bit whatever but supergirl is the highest rated show of the new season it premiered finally <laughs> yeah. have you been watching it did you watch it i watched it 
three months ago when it got leaked. That's well, true. Four months like, ago. And so, and ba- based uh, on when we took our visit to China, I, I saw it there. <laughs> based based on that experience of watching it when it got leaked, did you did you theorize that it would be as successful as it is now? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, I did. I think I, you and I were the ones who were like, nah. I, I think the thing about it, it, it's actually really, it's a really clever, bright, fun take on Supergirl. It's a great looking show. The only debate was, is it a CBS show? It, no, is it? I mean, like when I was watching it as, as a TV, oh, okay. as a content like, maker, and kind of media observer, I'm like, this feels like a, obviously it feels like a CW show, or right. it feels like. You well, know, I mean, a, they were trying because they know what, what right. the audience is into, especially with Flash and Arrow. It but feels CW. like a, a USA, well, the old USA show or a CW I mean, show or something else, but it doesn't feel like a CBS show. But it doesn't go alongside. It's not sandwiched between NCIS and uh, and CSI, Supergirl, or 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 uh, you know uh, the Good Wife. And whatever. Right. That being said, you know they're really taking they take a note on how well The Big Bang Theory is one of their number one shows does and still continues to do, and yeah. you know and, and the utilization of all the Warner Brothers superhero stuff they do on that mm-hmm. show and that particular audience and how big that show does and how it tests at Comic Con and they test the waters and figure out their audience, which is deceptively younger than people think. People think of CBS being an old old, old guy and gal audience. Well, not anymore. Is would like it, and it was, and I think it's it's a great show, and I think I'm, I'm not surprised. I think she's adorable. As a Supergirl, uh, and I'm, I'm all do. in. Yeah, you I know, mean, I'm not saying she's super hot, but she's well, she's kind of hot, but she's a, I think she's just great. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think everything. I haven't, I've yet to watch it, but I think everything that you've said is is accurate and seems correct. Like, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm just interested to see if it has any sustainability. Yeah, the like I know it came out, legs. it came out, you know, shooting fast and hard, but we'll be able to. Will it be a season two? Will it be a season three? Like, you know what uh, I mean? I think it'll go to season two. I just don't know how well it's going to stay good, is what I'm saying. Because, like, the one thing that I'm afraid of is that um, it's just going to be like Heroes. First mm. season, awesome. awesome. Yeah. Got renewed for a second season. Mm. Eh. I, and then third one, it was just like it tanked. But it doesn't matter. They still made episodes and they still made seasons, but everyone was just like, eh. over it. Yeah. But I just think that the analog for this is not Heroes. The analog for this is Green Arrow and Flash. No, no, no. And I know that. You know, and I'm, and which I'm, are smash hits. No, no. And, and, and that's doing fine. Work, and that's know? totally fine. I just think, even though I love Flash and I love Arrow, nothing superhero. Television will never be as good as season one heroes. It doesn't sure. matter what it is right now. Fair enough, fair and enough. super and Supergirl will get there. I just think me personally, I'm like the first episode was great. Let's. I'm just hoping that they can keep it together. So what was the, what was the thing? Save the cheerleader. Yeah. Save the world. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. It was great. And Hayden Panettiere, the cheerleader outfit, walking around. Hell yeah. Yeah. That was, that was, that was kind of dope. Fine. Yeah. Even though she was that's kind of creepy for me because she's probably supposed to be 17. Well, she's supposed to be, but she wasn't. Older. She was like 21. Okay. Well, that's like so. that's what I'll tell myself. Sure. <laughs> like, oh, she's really like 21. In my uh, brain, she's legal. So okay. whatever. Um, Works for me. So. Um, yeah, I, I just I like the show. I, I have high hopes for it. I like the you know I like this, the the take on it. It's kind of like a Gossip Girls meets Sex in the City meets superhero kind it's of funny take. Because I don't watch any of those shows. It's all it's, it's all it's all bright in the daytime. It's very like you know it's a, it's it's interesting take on it. It's a, it's definitely geared towards women for sure, which is I like. It's not necessarily you know a dude show, but it's definitely geared towards women with with the with the you know Jimmy Olsen, the, the black Jimmy Olsen, all these good looking dudes trapping around. I don't like him. I feel like she's kind of shrugging her shoulders. I'm Supergirl. What do I do? in the big city but you know uh, it's, it's it's all about Greg Berlanti who's the architect the new he's, he's the guy I'm spending a little more time on this because I'm a nerd but Greg Berlanti is the guy behind Flash and behind Arrow and look man he's uh, he's the new architect of 
like he is the guy in charge of the Disney universe, or should be. Not Zack Snyder, in my opinion. It should be Greg Berlanti, because he, yeah. even though he's in charge of the television universe, and he's knocking it out of the park, and mm-hmm. he understands all this stuff so well, because mm-hmm. Flash is so good, and Air- Arrow is so good, mm-hmm. um, that he understands it so well that, um, I don't know, man. I think that he's doing a great job. Um, no. So we'll see. I, I wish that they would fire Zack Snyder and put him in charge of the movie universe as well, because the movie universe is so like that Christopher Nolan, like everything's so dark and bleh, and no, and, and but we'll see. I don't know. That's I, I, what I like, the audience I like what wants doing. nowadays, apparently. Um, in all the interviews I hear with Greg Berlanti, like he knows his shit. Like he like deep dive nerd. You know, when issue seven forty three, like blah, 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 and he knows his stuff. That's not what he sounds like. Moving on, I was like that's rude. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Moving on, I want to move past this Maker Studio. Well, I don't know. Do you want to talk about this Maker Studios situation? Let's move past Maker Studios. Let's get back into what I want to talk about, which is Star Wars. J.J. Uh, Abrams did a little Q&A about uh, Star Wars oh, yeah, from some fans. And George Lucas dipped in, too. And uh, just, you know, I, I spoke about cool stuff, including, like, you know, uh, whatever happened to Darth Vader's grandchildren. Uh, oh, you Lord know, and then Abrams was like, you tell me, man. Like, it's kind of a cool <laughs> little moment. You can check all that out. I just wanted to mention that. I thought it was dope. No, it is dope. For the I super, think it's super cool. Yeah, for the super fan, like, I mean, you ask those questions yourself. So to be able to have, you know, the originator and now, the, you know, the, the, the guy that's kind of mm-hmm, had mm-hmm. the baton passed to him, having this dialogue about these other alternative storylines, I think is awesome. I agree, too. <clears throat> um, are you, uh, I, the trailer, I, I think I, was, well. Did we'll, you buy your ticket yet? Uh, I do have a ticket. Me too. Um, but it's not quite what I want, so I may have to like figure well, something out. But we'll see. Okay. Um, John Wick 2. John oh Wick was my one of my God. favorite movies of, of last I cannot, year. I cannot uh, reiterate to you. They announced John Wick 2 like literally probably like a week into the yes. into the release of John yes. Wick 1. Because yes. it, it was such a hit. So freaking good. Uh, my man Common is going to be the big, the big bad in I'm John so Wick Two. I'm excited about that. Common's really doing his thing. I don't know Common. There was one movie I just I can't remember what movie it was recently. You're out on this, right? <laughs> I'm on listening. There was one movie recently where Common was also an assassin. I can't remember what movie it was. Oh, um, crap. Um, it was recently. He had, just, he had glasses on. He's like, I just saw yeah. this movie. Crap. You know, talk about seeing the movie too. Yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. <sighs> I don't know if he's any good at it. I just saw it from in a previous. He's like, No, I liked him in it. I'm putting I, on my glasses. I'm the assassin. I'm uh, I'm gonna look it up. If the internet actually works. Anyway, but God anyway, uh, but yeah. So so he's he knows how to be an assassin, but he's this one. He's the big bad. So I don't know. The thing about Common for me Uh-oh. is I buy Common most of the time, and most of the stuff he does because mm-hmm. he's a pretty solid actor. Mm-hmm. He has a he has a certain likability about oh, him. I don't really necessarily buy him as a villain. So it'll be interesting to see him be a big one. Common is just everything about him is exudes positivity and charm. How is he going to be like? I'm gonna get you, Keanu. No, I mean, no. In a few of his roles, he's been yeah. he's been kind of like the opposite of what he presents like himself what? as through music. I forgot the name of the titles. But it's been a, it's so been a a few, a few uh, roles that he's taken that have been like very. How do you feel about this casting? I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Common um, as an artist. Uh-huh. Like his acting is okay. Okay. Uh, matched with Keanu Reeves, whose acting is oh. stellar. I was like, uh, you better <laughs> watch your words. Choose your, choose your next few words carefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you guys both saying that Keanu Reeves is, a, is an excellent actor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay. Whoa. <laughs> no, I am I'm, an FBI agent. Uh, no, I'm not saying that he's like the best. No. I, I just like him. No. But no, okay. no, no, no. You're fine. We're just, I, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking I mean, with you. I'm just interested <laughs> to see the, the, the chemistry between two excellent actors. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I'm, 
I'm, I'm really excited to see Common really step it up. I, I'm so mad I don't remember what the actual movie that he was recently in, but I liked him in that. I think he's just getting better and better as, like, time goes on. True that, so. true that. Age like a fine wine. Here's my imitation of the two facing off in a scene. Oh, no, 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 no. Common, are you going to kill me? Yeah. That's it. That was it. <laughs> see, Get that's my, out of that's here. my bad. I, I, I can't do Common's Chicago accent. I'm not going to try because oh, I'm not going to mess it up. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, but uh, that's it. But I agree. Common is not, Common is no Denzel, but, you know, no. he does his thing. I miss Denzel. Uh, this is not where he'll be back. I was like, "What? Are you, uh, okay." <laughs> what smoking you, well, aces. Wait, wait. What is this? Oh, smoking aces. He was a, yeah, he was an assassin. That was that was he early was comedy. His his acting was not good in smoking aces. Uh, by the way, he was in Salem. Wanted. Oh, Selma. Wanted. His mm-hmm. acting was another assassin role. His acting was not good in, in, in Wanted. By the way, I run all night. So that's the one. That's yeah, the one with I Liam. Liked that oh, one. with Liam. That's yeah. right. That okay, one. I don't know. What, I don't know about his acting in that one. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you the good. good, good. Uh, I mean, that's the I only one that's the one, notable. Was he in the one with the, with like Chris Brown Love. hating hating Love? Christian? I think he. I mean, he was. He was. I think he was a drug dealer or something in that movie. He was one. His son. He was with his son the whole time. Uh, and he was doing okay. all these okay. criminal activities. But there was, he was good. He was in that one. Wasn't he in that movie with like Chris Brown, Hayden Christensen, uh, Idris Elba? Like that weird. Like they were like it was like a mob movie kind uh, of. Yeah, I, that was a straight to. Wasn't that a straight to? Was that a straight to iTunes one? I don't that? remember. All I know. Right. No, I think it was in the movie theaters. It just didn't do well. Um, I American just, Gangster. He was gangster. In he, that I one. liked him in American. First gangster. of all, he was good. He was not a gangster. In American Gangster. He was. A gangster, but he was not gangster. Right, he yeah, was sitting okay. at the table like he's country as hell. He's good. I that mean, him I and Ti both had good, you know. Street Kings. I never saw that. I one. haven't seen that one. No. Street Kings. That's the Keanu one. Keanu's. That's one where Keanu's a cop. Uh, Jay Moore. Jay Moore's a cop. I have no idea. I, pl- I believe so. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I believe so. that's like. I don't know. I think he's. I think he. Okay. I think he's getting better. I think he'll get there. All right, I I'm not mad. Really I'm not mad at my man Lonnie, Lonnie like Lane. Not a, not a gangster in that uh, one. I, I'm, I'm cool with Lonnie Lane doing his thing. Uh, we're gonna move on to uh, this awesome uh, video game yes. that I'm like so freaking excited for. Pocket te- pocket friendly te- te- Tetris. Pocket friendly te- Tetris. <laughs> game. Wow! Wow! All right. <laughs> Aubrey, so. we're, not ta- we're not gonna talk about. We're no? not gonna talk about Battlefront. Okay, move forward. Battlefront. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Oh, that's it for us. Oh, we're doing good. Okay, good. Star Wars Battlefront is um, is the, the probably the that and Halo Five are the two games mm-hmm. I am freaking out about the most. I don't know which I'm freaking out about more. Probably uh, Halo Five at, for you. Well, I don't know because at CES, not CES, at E3, Lord I played Battlefront. Right. And it was dope. That's the one where we had a little interview beforehand where they introduced Ryan. And asked him how he was playing, and then he went to go battle you. Is that that? No, that's not that game. No, Never mind. That game. That was this was outside. They had all set up outside. Right, right, right. And uh, and you and Lo chill while I waited in a big ass line. Ah. And, and the stormtroopers went and guided me by, and I played. Okay, okay. okay. With a stormtrooper helmet on. Got you. Got you. Uh, I loved it. I'm very excited about it. Uh, the sound, the sound design is ridiculous. So good. That's uh, the sound design alone is amazing. So good. The uh, sound design alone is amazing. Well, because it's got the look. Yeah. It's got all you the guys are amazing. No, but seriously, because <laughs> every time you get this, like, is, I will put my, I'll just push them all the way. All up the way. Like, up. That sound design was so good. The reason why I love uh, all of the. Uh, I was so impressed. Uh, all of the yeah. uh, Lucas Arts, which is no, this is EA, but all, all all the Lucas Arts stuff from back in the day. 
uh, it was cool because they they brought in all those Lucas, all those uh, ILM, ILM sounds, mm-hmm. right? So, and this is like takes it to the next level because you've got all the real sounds of the movie. I mean, Star Wars sounds are very distinct. Blaster sounds and the, and, you know, the I was just, X-Wings, and it's just dope to hear. I was just mostly taken aback from the multiplayer where that you could fit freaking 40 people in a, in yeah. a room and just go to town. It's, yeah. It's Halo ultimate, has that now, too, but yeah. Well, yeah, I know that. And that's what I'm also excited for is to see it in that way. But from seeing it from uh, Battlefront, it was just kind of like, whoa, this is just... Bananas. It is, it, is, it is very cool, and like, especially when you can be either you know stormtroopers, you can be Empire or the Rebels. Mm-hmm. And you can do you can be in Hoth, and you. I can mean, when get someone in was Darth Vader walkers. throwing people around, I was just like, yeah. holy! You get in walkers, shit. you can get in like you know, and then, and then also you has every alley of ground combat, and then all the aerial combat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, um, it's 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 chaos, but it's really good chaos. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, Halo Five is supposed to be really awesome too. So. Halo Five is I'm beyond freaking out about Halo Five too because. Mm-hmm. Um, Guardians, but because I think... But I Halo love... 5's out already, isn't it? No. Really? No, it's not out. Oh, okay. Halo 5 came out on Tuesday. What? Told you, that's what that's I'm what saying. That's what I meant. Thank you, Mark. I was Are you like, serious? What the hell? I was like, yeah, I, I've been I was playing just, it. Yeah, I was like, I was just at Target and I saw it. Oh, and I was I'm like, crazy. Uh, yeah, I've been playing wow, it too. Mark, <laughs> that's how out of point. I thought it was coming out next week. No, it came out. That's what I was saying. I was like, I, I thought saw it was it no, I, th- I thought it was November 4th. I'm so. I thought it was November You're 3rd. Way... October 27th. Yeah, it was October what 27th, Joe. F. I was sitting there going, I saw it at Target and I bought it for somebody. That ruins my day. That really. That's really. You need to go buy it like today, yesterday, Tuesday. Some nerd techie I am. So, so thoughts about Battlefront dropping in the same time space as the movie? Do you think? Uh, no. Do you think this so is a, like smart. another uh, Dr. Dre beats type of straight out of Compton yes. marketing push? Yes. I mean, it's the dumb not to do way. that. It's it would be so stupid for them to wait till either after the movie or like months way like before the movie. Here's it the makes thing. sense. Here's the thing: like, when you're a kid, like I, like even they they've learned this after after Empire Strikes Back. By the time they got to Return of the Jedi, the marketing and the toys were like ramped up so mm-hmm. hard, so they had all that shit locked and loaded in the stores. Like ready to go. Ready so to when, go. so when I was twelve years old and I saw Empire Strikes, I mean I saw I was nine for Empire. You guys weren't born. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Return of the Jedi, and I was twelve years old. I was like trying to run somewhere and play and run around, even at twelve, and play with my stuff. So the idea of being able to run out of the movie theater and run in and start playing the game is like you know at at at, at my tender age of thirty two. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Twenty nine. Yes. What am 29? I? Twenty nine. You're twenty nine. I'm twenty nine. Yes. Like even as a twenty nine year old man, like that's still <laughs> something that. I want to do. Oh, that's your That's the way. I agree. Um, we got to get out of here. That's it. That's all we got for for uh, GNT today. Um, I don't know anything else. Uh, which would, would, would be Halloween plans. plans? Oh damn you! Jinx to it. Uh, you want makeup? Um, Go. Halloween you- plans. I have a going away party for a friend who's going to who's moving to London. So mm-hmm. we're doing a Halloween party. Perfect. And I I'm not dressing up as this. Right. I'm dressing up as Mario and Luigi with my best friend. You just got like cost. You like Beyonce, but costume changes. <laughs> yep, I got stuff. I got Wonder Woman. Uh, and I've got what? other things. I'm doing doing lots of changes uh, yeah, just you, for fun. Yeah, you like Diana Ross in yeah. here. That's, that's an old guy reference. You're no, like I, Beyonce. I, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like Diana Ross is known for a cost for yeah. like, concerts and changes. Anyway, yeah. uh, where can the people find you, Alexis? You can find me all over social media as Ators890. I have my hundredth vlog. My 100th vlog coming up, being oh. interrupted, so rude. Um, and I'm doing a Q&A, so use the hashtag AskATORES890. Wonderful. And Akili Shine. Yes, yes, indeed. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E. And where can we find you? Instagram, J-B. Twitter, Scope, oh, Snapcheesy. 
Tinder. Yeah, I was like, Tinder? Wait, what? At Joe K. Braswell. Thank you all for joining us. We will see you all next week. Live long and prosper, y'all. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.